Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're in NFL Week 6. Is that right, Week 6? No, week 7. Week 7, okay. We're in Week 7. Really? We're Week 7? <laughs> it sure doesn't feel that way. Uh, wow, this is moving six. right along. In no time, we're going to have nothing to talk about, and we're going to be making up rankings of QBs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get started on the week. Our mutual picks last week, we continued to be successful in those. Our individual picks last week, we will eventually have to go over, sadly enough. But our mutual picks once again went 3-2. and two. That put us at 18-12 and 12 on the year, so we're doing pretty good. On the mutual-wise, uh, we had the Philadelphia Eagles at plus 7.5. For some reason, you talked me into the New York Jets once again at plus 9.5. A <laughs> terrible decision. Uh, the Green Bay Packers also you talked me into at minus 2.5. Another bad loss. The Kansas City Chiefs at plus 3.5 was a win. And the Pittsburgh Steelers at minus 3.5, another win. So, not too bad on the mutual picks. Yeah, I guess you being the host, you have to blame me, don't you? Well, I, I need some reason to uh, talk myself into New York Jets picking football, so I'm blaming you. I never liked them before, except maybe a little range with Chad Pennington and Curtis Martin and Santana Moss in the late 90s to early 2000s. Yeah, that's been a cool minute. All right, so we got our mutual picks to go this week. Let's see if we can continue our good picking here. All right, the, we got a Thursday night game this week. Uh, of course, it's an NFC East game, so I don't know how entertaining it will be, but it will be played nonetheless. The New York Giants are at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, Eagles love here. Giants love here. Uh, stay away from NFC East games. Um. You know, I actually have this game set as a two-star game, um, mainly because I feel like the Eagles are playing better. The uh, The only thing that scares me here is that it's a divisional game with two kind of bottom – I don't want to say bottom feeders because, well, yeah. Everyone's one feeders. went away from being at the top of that division, so I don't yeah. know if there's <laughs> such thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I could say uh, it's uh, the Eagles are playing better. The only thing that scares me, it's a divisional game with two NFC East uh, contenders. The only but, thing uh, I could say is uh, I don't like taking the Thursday game because if we lose it, I feel like we have bad mojo going into Sunday. Yeah, I agree with you. And, I mean, the line is a little bit favorable, especially um, at home. It's just that hook is a little weird, but I, I, we're staying away from this one. I, even though I have it as a two-star, I have it as a maybe. Yeah, uh, we can come back to it if we struggle with the rest, which uh, we might because I didn't have very many picks this week, so we might struggle on the mutuals. All right, uh, next up we have the Detroit Lions at the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I made you pull out of the Atlanta Falcons last week. Uh, I'm back bullish on them this week. Uh, I think my biggest thing is I don't think the Detroit Lions can win two road games in a row. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I also have this as a two-star. Um, although the Lions seem to be uh, picking the pace up a little bit, I still think the Falcons have a more potent offense uh, with an improved defense, especially as of last week. Uh, so if I had to pick a team here, I would probably pick the Falcons. I have it down as a maybe. Now, I pretty much know how this game is going to play out. One of these teams is going to get up very large. Then the other team is going to come back, and then someone's going to do something stupid in the last two minutes. So if you can work your way out which team gets up, which team comes back, and which team does something stupid, we could probably pick a winner here. But uh, I'm leaning towards the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, so am I. All right, so let's mark the Atlanta Falcons down right now as one of our picks. Uh, The next game, uh, the Cleveland Browns at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals are getting three and a half points. I guess you maybe could talk me into Cleveland, but uh, I want no part of this game. It just seems gross on both sides. Uh, I don't even know how healthy Baker Mayfield is or if that was just some excuse to bench him because he was god-awful last week. So I want no part of this game. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I'm there with you. I usually um, I like a home team getting points. Unfortunately, uh, since he has come out, at certain quarters and looked like the Packers. Well, not really, but they look good at times, uh, like versus Indy. And the Browns are uh, their conundrum. You know, it's hard to really figure them out. Um, but I knew that if I pick this game, they'll make me regret it. So I'm staying away from it. Yeah, and uh, there's not a lot of words coming out about whether Mixon's going to play or not. Uh, right now, I don't think he is. But uh, you know, it's Thursday. It's hard to say. But I'm passing up on this game. Uh, the next game up is the uh, Green Bay Packers at the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans is getting are getting three and a half points. Uh, a part of me wants to take Green Bay, but uh, after last week's uh, performance, I'm a little nervous about it. And uh, I think Houston may be spunky on offense, and if they could score points on Green Bay, I, I don't know if the offense just had you know one of those bad games or Green Bay's going into a trend of bad offense. So I, I must stay away on this one. What are your feelings on it? Just like the last game, I have it at one star. Um, again, this is another situation where the home team is getting points. And even though the Texans have shown improvement, I think that Rodgers and the boys will try to make a statement after last week. But uh, still, I'm, I'm not liking it too much. Yeah, me too. Uh, we'll move on to uh, the next game. Uh the David special, uh, he's been talking about it all week. And uh, I'm not in love with this line, but uh, you could maybe talk me into one of these teams. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are getting a point and a half. What are your feelings on this game? See, this game to me will be interesting. Uh, it's more interesting to watch than, any, than anything. Uh, I don't want anything to do with this game. Uh, I feel like the Titans' strong offense versus the Steelers' tough defense, that's pretty much what I'm looking forward to. But as far as picking anything in this game, I I don't like it. Okay, I I don't really have a lean either way. Uh, I'm curious how the Steelers' defense is going to react without uh, Devin Bush in there, but uh, they're pretty deep uh, defensively. So one guy out, I don't know how much it affects them. Now it is their signal caller and their uh, leader on defense. So I'm... If I was going to take Pittsburgh, I, I that would just make me nervous and lean off that, and I just don't know what to make of the Titans. 
So uh, I'm I'm going to stay away for sure on this game. Uh, next up, Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints, 7.5 points. I think the New Orleans Saints win this game, but uh, 7.5 points just seems a tad high for me. Uh, any love on Carolina, or you think this uh, Saints team can cover this 7.5 point spread? You know, I actually kind of like the Panthers here. Uh, I still see the Saints winning. But with it being a um, divisional game, I could see it being uh, like a one touchdown or a two field goal game. So I kind of like Carolina in this game. Okay, you, you can convince me on Carolina. Uh, we'll put it in the maybe category for right now, and uh, we'll see how That's many. That's exactly picks. what I have it. We'll see how many picks we have coming up because we're starting to get down the list, and we have Atlanta. All right, uh, next up, the Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. The New York Jets are getting 11.5 points. Now, let me tell you something about the Jets. We aren't taking them this week because I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I think this line could be about 17, and I'd still be a little nervous about them covering versus Buffalo. So uh, any thoughts on this game? Jets, Bills, stay away because the line is quite large. Listen, I, I didn't even put a star on this game, okay? And all I have on my notes is I want nothing to do with the Jets unless they're getting 35 points at home. Don't let Champ talk you into taking the Jets this week. No, no not, this week there's no way I'm letting you talk me into this. I'm sorry. All right, we'll move on from my New York Jets. We might revisit them later into the year. Uh, at some point, I'm assuming the Lions will reach into the 17s to 20s, and we might yeah. have to revisit depending on how they're doing. (laughs) All right. uh, The Dallas Cowboys at the Washington football team. The Washington football team is a three and a half point underdog in the opening line, which is what our mutual picks are. So uh, the line now is sitting at one for Washington. So uh, whatever the Cowboys did on Monday, scared a lot of people and had them betting on this Washington football team. I don't know what to make of either of these teams other than I think they're both really bad. What is your lean on this? You know, you're going to think I'm crazy, but uh, this is one of my three-star games. Oh, God. I don't yeah. know what side you could possibly be on and feel confident. I, I'll tell you, I, I love Dallas in this game. And, yes, I know it's a short week. Yes, I know they looked bad last week. I know it's a divisional game. But I just don't think that Ezekiel will play as bad as he has. And as bad as the Dallas D is, Washington has limited weapons. So that's kind of my thinking on this. Especially once I saw that line move that much, it, I don't know. I have a feeling. I don't know if you can convince me to take Dallas minus three and a half after I just got totally burned by them last Monday. I mean, I, 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 I know, know how bad Washington like is I said. and I, I can feel the Dallas winning this game, but I don't, I'm very scarred from last Monday and that complete annihilation by the Arizona Cardinals when they didn't even play that well. I think that's what scared me. They hit Wait, some big who runs. Call, who called that game? Yeah, you did. And now you want me to, exactly. now you're in love with the Cowboys all of a sudden after Getting no, I, I just have a feeling in the fact that it's an NFC East game, you know, it just, I don't know. All right. But, we'll, we'll put it in the maybe. We'll move on. 
we, yeah. we might need it. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I think you could convince me more if we had the Cowboys plus one, but at minus three and a half, I'm very scared. All right. The Seattle Seahawks are at the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are plus three and a half. I kind of like the Seahawks here, but it feels a bit like a trap game. Uh, going on the road to Arizona in a division game, uh, that always makes me nervous. And uh, I just hate road favorites. So where are you sitting on this one? Yeah, I put this at a two-star because uh, normally I jump on the line like this, but a divisional opponent getting um, getting points at home, you know, I kind of like that. But after a short week versus Russell Wilson, uh, I'm staying clear. I'm like, you could sell me, but because of the Seahawks defense not that good, I, I could be swayed, but I didn't see much from the Cardinals offense uh, versus the Cowboys to really make me feel confident about it. So I have this as a maybe. Yeah, uh, I just I can't make myself take Arizona. Uh, Kyler Murley really played three bad games in a row, so that makes me a little scared, but my hatred oh, no. of taking road favorites and especially road favorites in a divisional game, just I I don't know if I could pull the trigger on that. So I, I can't lean one way or the other on either side. No, I get it. I mean, if I had to take somebody here, I would take Seattle, even them being a road favorite, because I just don't believe in Arizona. I feel that much more confident in uh, Seattle's offense. But yeah. their defense is pretty bad, and they play each other twice a year. They know each other pretty well, so... I just have it down as maybe. I'm not too confident. Yeah. All right. It's another one to revisit. Uh, this next one, I'm a definite stay away on. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers are six and a half point favorites. I think the Chargers win. I also think they might win pretty easy, but there's no way I'm taking this Los Angeles Chargers team. I don't care who they're playing uh, favored by a touchdown. So I'm a total stay away in this one. What are your feelings on it? Yeah, I don't like this line. Um, this is the type of game that I could see the Jaguars showing up for and ruining my Sunday, so I'm staying away from this game. Yeah, uh, good call. Uh, this next one's breaking all my rules. and uh, Oh, no. I, I probably want you to talk me out of it. Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are getting nine and a half points. Uh if I'm ever going to take a big favorite, I'd take the Chiefs, but uh, I would not feel good about it. But uh, you could easily talk me into the Chiefs here. I don't think Denver has any ability to score with the Chiefs here. So uh, the 9.5 is a terrible bet to make, but uh, I probably should be talked out of it. Where are you leaning? Now, although I'm feeling good about the Chiefs covering just barely, I think the line is too big for me. It scares me a little too much. Yeah, but I, um, I feel confident because I feel I feel some confidence in Kansas City covering. So if you feel some, you know, I'll roll with you. I don't know if I feel confidence because nine and a half is really large, but I just I can't foresee this Broncos team scoring. I don't know. You say the Chiefs could get thirty-five, so. To do that, the Broncos would have to score at least 24 points. Do you think the Broncos can get to 24? I don't think the Broncos have the weapons to do it. Although right. with Lindsey back, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I have. I'm staying away from this game, man. Okay, good call. Uh, talk me out of doing stupid things. 
like taking the Chiefs as 10-point favorites on the road. All right, uh, next up, the San Francisco 49ers at the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, this is one of the few ones uh, during the week that I liked. I, I like the Patriots two-and-a-half. I think they'll bounce back with a week of practice this week. Uh, San Francisco going on the road. I, I think that defense will struggle to contain the uh, New England Patriots offense a little bit. And I think they'll be able to have a better flow than they were, say, uh, the Patriots did last week with a week of practice and no COVID cases. And uh, this uh, New England defense did play well last week versus Denver. They forced them into six field goals. So I think if that offense can get into a a little bit more of a rhythm, I think they can handle the San Francisco game. Uh, What are your feelings on it? You know, it's funny. You've actually kind of swayed me the other way because uh, I was really tempted to take the 49ers game. Um, the only thing that was scaring me was the loss of the running back. Uh, San Francisco looked a lot better last week, and it would be interesting to see the whole Jimmy G versus Billy B. Um, but you kind of swayed me the other way, actually. Now I'm kind of like in New England. I just, uh, New England getting two and a half at home. I don't think you come by that line very often in the last 20 years. And uh, I think it's a bit of an overreaction to last week's game. You know, uh, they were pretty struck with COVID. They'd been out for two weeks. Cam didn't look right. So this one feels like they uh, get back on track. But, uh, you know, maybe they just suck. So that could also be the case. (laughs) I'll tell you what. You know what? If you feel good about it, let's lock it down. Jimmy G versus Billy B. Let's go with Billy B. All right. So we got... Two games so far with two left to go. So I, this one could be a tough mutual picks week. We, we might have a off week. All right, the Tampa Bay Bucks are at the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders are plus two and a half. No feel on this game, uh, mostly because the offensive Raiders offensive line is in quarantine, so I don't know really who's playing and who's not playing. Previous, like early in the week, I, I had a nice little thought that the Raiders could score on this Tampa Bay team. But uh, with this offensive line situation, I, I'm just a stay away in this game because I don't know who's coming out to play and what's going on. So I'm a stay away. Do you have a lean one way or the other? Uh, I know this probably won't be a popular choice, but I kind of like the Raiders at home, uh, especially getting points coming off of a bye. Uh, you know, they're um, – they're a gritty team, and uh, Tampa Bay's win last week was a good one, but it was also kind of lucky. You know, a lot of it had to do with uh, defense getting those early turnovers on Aaron Rodgers. Um, they they're a good defense, but I feel like they're being oversold right now. Yeah, I, I was with you, uh, especially early in the week. Uh, the only thing that scared me was you know, the COVID thing and, you know, all Oakland's offensive line is in quarantine and I don't want to have this. And then on Sunday they're being like, oh, we had to sign five new offensive linemen to play this week. <laughs> and then all I see is David Carr on his back for, you know, the whole game. So I I sort of was, I really liked the Raiders on Monday and Tuesday. Then, you know, the Trent Brown thing and then they put the whole line in protocol and I, I just got a little scared once I heard that and not knowing the situation with them. But uh, we can mark the Raiders down if you like it, since I liked it earlier in the week. And then uh, on Sunday, if there's an alert that the Raiders have signed five new guys on 10-day contracts, we can abort it pretty quick. 
Yeah, let's, how about we do that? All right, so we'll mark the Raiders down. Uh, this next game, uh, actually the line confused me a little bit. I thought it was a little large. Uh, the Chicago Bears at the Los Angeles Rams. The Los Angeles Rams are five-and-a-half-point favorites. So uh, just didn't quite understand why the Rams were almost a full six-point favorite versus the Chicago Bears. Uh, I don't know how the Bears are doing it at five-and-one, but I don't think you could convince me that they're six-point underdogs to the Rams home or away. What were your feelings on it? You know, um, as much as I'd like for this to be a lock, the Rams are too Jekyll and Hyde for me to take. Um, Chicago's defense scares me a little bit, and the Rams' defense isn't that bad, but you have to take into consideration uh, who their previous opponents are. Uh, I don't understand this line, and it's a little too wide for me. Yeah, it was. I just didn't get it the moment I saw it. I had to do one or two double checks. Like, uh, is it a different Chicago team that they're playing? <laughs> Were the Bulls coming into town? <laughs> because I was like, why are they six point favorites? They just lost to the Niners, uh, and the Bears just went on the road and beat Tampa and Carolina in back to back games. So the Bears continue to get no respect. Um, I think if this was like a three point line. I wouldn't be as, you know, weirded out by it, but I, I just don't understand why this is five and a half. No, I, I agree with you, uh, especially with the potential um, addition of a new kicker in Kai Forbeth. So I, I don't know. I, I, this this line definitely confused me, and uh, it was enough for me to stay away from this. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we got three picks. So we have to get a, in on a couple of these maybes. Uh, you liked Carolina. And you like Dallas. I guess we can throw the Seahawks in there, though I don't know which of those two make me regurgitate anymore. Probably Dallas. Uh, I can lean towards your Carolina pick. I think getting seven and a half points in a division game is always a good thing. Okay. All right, so we need one more. Yeah, between Seattle and Dallas, how are you feeling? I don't know. Were there any of these others? Uh, Giants, Eagles, Packers, Texans, uh, the New York Jets. Uh, let's see. The Chiefs. Don't make me shake the Chiefs. That one will just make me angry as I sit and watch some field goal game as the Chiefs stick around for three quarters. You know, even though I have it as a one-star I mean, Green Bay going into Houston, I just I feel weird about taking a road favorite. Revisit the Eagles. Can they cover this three and a half points? Do you want action on a Thursday night game? <laughs> if you can guarantee me a win and I won't be moody for three days. That's the thing is I don't I don't think I can guarantee anything with these two teams. Especially with me having to sit here and watch the Eagles, which will just make me stew. Like, why would you take the Eagles as a three and a half point favorite versus basically anyone that isn't the Jets? And I'm See, not a hundred percent sold. I would even take them then because I'd be scared they do stupid stuff. Yeah. See, and I'm not. I'm not sure that I want to take a Thursday night game when, especially when I'm in. I'm on my anniversary, and we're going to be in a hot tub with the wife. I don't want well, to be we'll thinking ruin about that right up. You can watch yeah. Carson Wentz throw two picks in the first <laughs> quarter. 
That's what I was going to say. I don't want to sit here thinking about Jones and Wentz and then the, no, I, I don't want to, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, we'll move to the Sunday. So I have to cross Dallas out. I, 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 I need a, I need a breather from the Dallas Cowboys next week. We can revisit them, especially if they win. And if they lose, they might be getting like 10 points. So fair enough. Seattle. Oh, God. Road favorite. <laughs> we got two road favorites, I'll tell you what, I if think. Seattle had a better defense. Seattle, Green Bay. Uh, Honestly, if Se- Seattle just had a better defense. I'd... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just keep interrupting you. No, you're good. Uh, Green Bay, Seattle, probably, I don't know. Two road favorites, that's going to be death either way. Seattle's coming off a bye. Does that mean anything? Yeah, it, it does mean something. I, you know, you get a little better chance to game plan. They're coming off a bye, and Arizona is going on a short week. All right, we'll go with Seattle. It'll be the latest game in the 4 o'clock slate, so I won't have to grow on my anger too much. There you go. It'll give you something to look forward to. All right. So we got Seattle. So our five picks are the Atlanta Falcons minus two and a half, the Carolina Panthers plus seven and a half, the Seattle Seahawks minus three and a half, the New England Patriots minus two and a half, and the Las Vegas Rams plus two and a half. Sounds like a good five. Oh, yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> All right. So. This was eventually going to come up in our podcast. We have to go over last week's picks. Oh, God. It was not a pretty sight for either one of us. But here we go. You went two and four last week. Uh, You had the Carolina Panthers at minus one and a half. The Jacksonville Jaguars at plus three. A nice pick in the Pittsburgh Steelers at minus three. The Green Bay Packers at two and a half. And the Arizona Cardinals at one and a half, and the LA Rams at three and a half, which puts you at 16 and 15 on the year. You're still one game above 500, holding on to that mark. And then I wasn't much better at all. I went three and five last week. I had the Baltimore Philly under 48 and a half, which was a loss. The Denver New England 44. Five and a half under, which was a win. The Arizona Dallas over at 52, which was a loss. Thanks, Dallas. Way to score those points. <laughs> the Houston Texans at plus three and a half, which was a cruel loss to mark down there. Uh, if you have a underdog team and it goes to overtime, that should be an auto win just for future reference. The Pittsburgh Steelers at minus three was a win. The Philadelphia Eagles at plus seven and a half was a win. The New York Jets at minus nine and a half continues to be a loser. And finally, the Dallas Cowboys at plus one and a half was a big loser, which puts our head-to-head matchup at 0-3. So right now, the safest bet is when me and Alex had differing picks, go with Alex's pick. You'll probably win some money. Yeah, baby. All right, that puts me at 20 and 24 on the year. I'm much better at college than the NFL right now, but that's pretty much always the case. So I didn't have a lot of picks this week. Uh, I pretty much hated every one of these games, as you could probably tell in the mutual picks. How many picks do you have this week, Alex? 
you know, I had to force myself to at least go with five because I want to improve my record. All right. I have four picks this week, and uh, one of them is uh, kind of forced. All right. Why don't you start out with us? What do you got? Okay. Uh, I actually have um, at the uh, Detroit and Atlanta game, I'm taking Atlanta at minus two. Oh, well, here we go. We have a mutual agreement on a pick. I also have the Atlanta Falcons at minus two. So this could be a great weekend or a very disappointing one. <laughs> Let's see. Right. I'll, I'll kick it off with my next one. Yeah. What do you have next? Um, for my next one, I have uh, Carolina at New Orleans uh, giving up seven and a half. Oh, you're sticking with the Carolina Panthers. They hurt you last week. They're going to bounce back for you this week, you think so. Teddy Two Gloves comes yep. back for Teddy his Two revenge. Gloves. Teddy Money. All right, so I had to commit you this one in our mutuals, but I have the New England Patriots at minus two. Just think they'll bounce back this week. Uh, I don't foresee Belichick losing three games in a row, so New England minus two. And uh, for my next one, I am taking the uh, the Cowboys, Dallas oh, Cowboys God. at Washington. Did you learn nothing from me last week? Listen, I, I, I have a feeling, man. I'm telling you, I have to go with it. I, I can't fight that feeling. I'm telling you, you're going to watch Antonio Gibson break off like three 60-yard runs, and you're going to be te- texting me, who is Antonio Gibson? <laughs> I'm going to say he played wide receiver for Memphis for three years and transitioned to running back after one year. And now he's leading the, the week in rushing? <laughs> yes, and now he's leading the week in rushing after averaging 30 yards a game for the first five weeks. I guess six. We're in week seven. Well, I, st- I still feel confident in that pick. All right, you you go with the Cowboys. Hopefully you will have better luck with them than I am. I know a certain uh, late-night worker at Kroger will be very happy with your uh, choice of teams. <laughs> All right, I, I'm going to hurt your soul a little bit more. Um, I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. Now the line is up to six. I don't know what you're doing up there in uh, – the Northeast, but you appear to be putting a lot of money on the Rams, moving that line upwards. So uh, at six points, I'm going with the Chicago Bears. That just seems entirely too big. Uh, I'm pretty sure this game's going to come down to a field goal one way or the other at the end of the game. So uh, Chicago plus six. You know, it's really upsetting because last time I checked, that game was set five and a half. You know, but either way, I'm going with my boys. We got to take the Rams. You don't have to take them every week. Oh, I'm taking them every week, baby. I'm taking them every week. This is how you don't go back. That you're gonna, you have the Cowboys and the Rams this week. Yes, and I'm telling you, I can feel it. I, I can feel it in my heart. Yeah, Not so much well, in my brain, but in my heart. You're gonna feel it in your wallet, is what you're gonna feel it in. <laughs> All right, my last pick for the week is uh, the New England-San Francisco under 46. Uh, I think New England's just going to play a lot of under games. They're going to run the ball a lot. They're going to play defensive games. San Francisco has the same game plan, so this clock's going to move, and not a lot of points are going to be scored. Let's see. For my last pick, 
like I said, probably not a popular choice, but I am taking the Las Vegas Raiders at plus three. I liked that pick, but uh, I couldn't do it. You're a braver man than I. Oh, I hope so. Help them smarter also, but probably not. Also, uh, just a side note, I, I said it on the College Football Podcast earlier, but we're posting our picks on Twitter on uh, Sunday before the game. So, you know, it is Thursday. There could be player changes. I could do a little more research. He could do a little more research, and our minds could change. So be sure to follow on Twitter for any, like, last-minute changes or aborting of said picks. Yeah, with that being said, of course, uh, at Twitter I am TD Achilles, and you are? I'm GLN Champ 5. You can follow us there. Uh, also, be sure to listen to our other podcast on the Green Light Network, uh, Know It All Champ Chesterfield. We'll have a Friday show, and of course, our football time, Fantasy Football Friday show, will also be out. That's our show for the week, and we're out. <laughs>